Ask most people about the day their life changed forever, and they might tell you it was the time they met their partner, the moment their child was born or the like. But for Suzanne, it was the day she encountered Rose Anderson. The light from the overhead window was fading fast, the dark clouds bunching up menacingly, plotting to let loose a deluge. Suzanne heard the kitchen door slam and presumed that Mark's team had lost a game and he was taking his frustration out on the innocent wood. She was no longer a bored spectator at his cricket matches and had stopped feigning interest in his tennis triumphs and woes a while back. She had her art and he had his sport. That was fine by Suzanne. Marriage is compromise, she told him, but Mark remained peeved. His obvious dismay when she informed him that she was painting once more had maddened her. Oh, back to the art again, he'd said, as though she had revived a penchant for shoplifting. Don't you get enough art teaching those kids? The fact that her own father's cruel dismissal of her paintings early in her life had cut her so deeply only strengthened her resolve. Nothing was going to stop her now, not even the husband who had once declared his undying love for her. Okay, she thought, that starry-eyed honeymoon period is long gone, lost somewhere in the mire of mortgage payments and the daily grind. But wasn't marriage also about showing support for the other person's needs and ambitions? So she had called Mark a Philistine. Whenever he mentioned art, there were invisible air bunnies around the word. It crossed her mind that her husband was the type who'd have looked up at the bare ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, handed Michelangelo a tin of Dulux and said, We just want it painted, mate. How's about a nice beige? Despite Mark's protests, Suzanne had chucked out all of his rubbish from the attic and converted it into a studio that he was forbidden to set foot in. That had been twelve months ago, and he was gradually adapting to the idea. Eight years back, teaching the subject that she had once been so passionate about had been a compromise with herself. Though these days, unlike her neighbour Mrs Jones, who always adored the job and was sad when she was forced to retire, for the past year, Suzanne had found herself yearning for the school holidays. When the bell rang signalling this Easter break, she had imagined hearing prison doors being thrown open, allowing her the freedom to return to her one true love. You'll be banged up in your studio again, I suppose, Mark had sniped. Well, he was just going to have to lump it. She had the fire back in her belly, and nothing was going to stop her this time. When her star pupil, Jason, had burst into her classroom to breathlessly announce that he'd got a place at Goldsmith's, she had heard echoes of her long-abandoned hopes in his voice and seen her own youthful ambition reflected in his intelligent young face. He had so much ahead of him. And what had she achieved? The once promising artist was now a full-time teacher and a part-time painter, slave to the mortgage. She mouthed the words to the tune of Grace Jones extolling the siren song of the rhythm. She was passing most of this too brief respite in her studio, although right now the picture she was working on was simply not happening for her. Every brushstroke seemed to make matters worse. Something about it was just not right. What had started out as an imagined and hopefully commercial landscape had gradually transformed into a brooding dreamscape, with the blue sky murkier than she originally intended. Today, 
Suzanne had added two tiny figures to the tableau. A woman guiding a small child by the hand across sands that appeared to be shifting beneath them. She stood back and surveyed the image she had created, and realised that it disturbed her in ways she could not quite fathom. She looked across the room at the portrait drying in the corner. It was of her mother, and Suzanne intended it as a gift for her 60th birthday. Although portraiture was not Suzanne's forte, she thought it a fair yet flattering depiction, with the buttery sun cascading through the window behind her subject, emphasising the pale skin and strawberry blonde hair, the green eyes alive with merriment and intelligence. That would be sure to please her mother. A glance back at the new painting confirmed Suzanne's suspicions that the figures in the dreamscape, a mother and child, represented the only family she had ever known.